Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a four-star athlete, the rival's number 121 national player in the class of 2023 at 6'5", 220 pounds out of Washington, D.C. Nicholas Harbour, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You know, it's always, uh, let's say, it's, you know, it's always a blessing to be alive every day, you know, just to thank God and, um, for you to reach out to me um, for to have this interview, you know. I'm thankful for that, and I'm also, how have you been? Let's ask you that. It's really good, yeah, really happy to be here, happy to talk to you today. That's good. First off, coming out of Washington, D.C., what is your story, and how have you gotten to become the top football prospect that you are today? Um, let's see. So back when I was eight years old, um, I was at a summer camp in um, PG County, so that's about, let's say, about 20 minutes old. Right, like, right where Lando and Phil's at, like, the PG Sports Complex. So, you know, we just doing a little football camp because um, um, I was at summer camp, so we had a little football camp. And then this coach by the name of Coach Tim asked my mom and my father, could I come play with the protection rounds? Because he said, you know, you like my speed and stuff. And, you know, we're like, okay, okay, this, that, and third. So we come out and we see what they, what they are, you know. We played with them, and, you know, I love the team. I love Coach Mark, my head coach, for about five years, I would say, before I made the switch to DMV Knights. But, you know, I, I believe that we had the best 10U team ever in the country. Like, back then, we, we was unstoppable to anybody. And also, I I had asthma, too. So then that's where the track aspect came in. Because um, every time I score a touchdown or just run up and down the field, you know, because, you know, I'm playing safety, I'm playing running back. So that's a lot of running. So when that happened, you know, I have pretty bad asthma attacks. So they say, you know, we're just going to face the consequences or just, you know, face your fears and we just have to run you out of it. So now that I've ran out of it mostly, but, you know, every now and then, like once in a blue moon, I probably had one of them bad, them bad ones, but it really now normally doesn't happen. But you know, I just became this player because you know I, I grind every day, so I just worked every day to um to become who I am today. Because I know DC, Maryland, you know we weren't that big on football. You know we was big on basketball because you know you had Mark Hill folks this that, and the third. But then when Chase Young came out. And now everybody, and then now he plays for the football team. Well, we call them the Redskins because you know we Redskins fans. We don't know, but we don't know what the football team is. But you know, Redskins football team, whichever one you want to call it. Um, like so, like it's a really, it's like a really small little area that nobody really noticed until now. So like now, I'm trying to bring out the DMV up there. And be like, yeah, you know, we here. Like, we got, we got some great prospects. Like, even, even if you're not right, you still great. Like, it don't matter. Like, it's DMV versus everybody at this point. Yeah, with that, you know, DMV area. With I saw you being out of Washington D.C. I was like, wait a minute. I don't think we see a ton of the top 100 or top 150 ranked guys out of there. So, for you, what did it take to get discovered, and what's the story of that? Um, I believe it took me to get discovered. I think it's because, you know, I like to give a lot of um, applause to Anton Harrison. You know, uh, he was a left tackle that was here 
during my freshman year, so 2019. So he really gave me that little tiny bit of exposure because, you know, he had all the top college coaches coming in because, you know, he was a four-star left tackle, four- or five-star left tackle. So he had Oklahoma coming in, Maryland, oh, and all these big schools. And, you know, they started to look at me, you know, Coach Rob um, also, you know, putting a word for me. And they said, okay, you know, he's fast in track because, you know, I'm at 10.30 and 21-something. I forgot. But, you know, he's fast in track. So that's how I really got a little bit of exposure because of my speed and my size. Like, you just don't see no big honky 6'5", 220, 230, wherever, wherever I was at that time, just running a 10-3, 4-3. Like, you just normally don't see that around here or ever. So, like, that's that too. And then plus the first, my first spring game, it was my, like, it was – my first varsity starting game for my sophomore year because of COVID, we only had one. But, I mean, I believe that was just a really big game. Like, I put out a really good film in that game. I had great highlights. So, And then once we sent that out, I put that on my Twitter and my Instagram. And I made sure people to share it out. And then it was starting to get reached to by every college coach in the nation. So, I believe that's how I really got the exposure. And then, like, you know, national talks, like, Okay, who's this kid? Can he can he go higher, or is he just that one year wonder type stuff? Got you. And you mentioned your speed. I have had a lot of people describe your speed as insane, like insane speed. So where do you think you got it from? You mentioned some of your times, but where do you think the speed comes from for you? Um, I believe it came from definitely my mom's side, family, to my dad. Because my dad was a professional soccer player for Nigeria, and my auntie uh, ran, and my auntie also ran track back in high school. So I believe it came from this my my dad's side of the family because you know it's I used to watch my dad's highlights. You know he was a little speed demon back in the day. It was talk about he could race me now. I don't think that's gonna work. You know you're too late in the sixties now to be trying to do all that. But I mean that's where I believe I got it from. And it's also just. I had the speed, or I I already had the speed, but then now I just had to perfect it, you know, like dumb it down. That's what it basically is because I was just really unnatural and un, I was really natural and raw at it when I first ran track. Now I'm more keen. I know what I'm doing now. Like I can, re- me and my coach can really talk three hours about one thing and then go to the next practice and then I'll do it correctly. So that's why I really think I got it from just hard work in these jeans. Got you. Yeah, and then when you look at over all the different tools or different skills that you bring to the game or show on tape, speed's one of them. But outside of that, what are some other things that you're showing and people are really liking on tape? Um, One thing I'm showing is that, especially in that uh, spring game, blocking. You know, blocking is a big aspect for receivers and tight ends. Says so like I'm a kind of a hybrid cow pitch type, so you know you gotta ha- you gotta be able to catch the ball, run routes, and also the main thing is block because I line up with my front five or I line up out wide X Y or Z, so just be able to block one on one, block linebackers, middle, outside, go ahead and get a safety, get a corner. I think that's what like really separated me from a lot of a lot of receivers or tight ends out here because. I'm very, I'm very good at blocking, and you know, once you know, once I get one blocking, I put him on the ground, or I get a really good one. I'm gonna go run down the field, chase my running back, or try to get another one. 
So you really just don't see that hustle that I bring to the game. And then also on defense, you know, I'm just I'm not I'm not a very talkative person until like until the offensive line starts talking, then I start talking, then it's a whole <laughs> big problem. So like once that starts happening, then I start getting my game. And I'm really just electrifying on defense. Like, I come from old positions, a three-tech, a one-tech if I have to, a five, middle linebacker, outside linebacker, safety. I come at safety blitzes, corner blitz. Like, I can just be played all around the field. So it's just versatility that you can't really say for a lot of people out here. Got you. And when you mention when the line starts getting talking, do you have any favorite trash talk stories you can share? Uh, trash talking. I mean, we gonna go. I think to let's see O'Connor. So my spring game O'Connor, and um, uh, you know, I really wasn't. I really wasn't big because I'm not really a big trash. I, I am a big trash talker, but I'm kind of shy because I don't want them to try to do something crazy <laughs> when I start getting a head. But you know, there's a lot of. I, all I'm just saying is that there was a lot of great words that were said on that line so you know i can't say that on here but you know that's that's a that's a story for off the head <laughs> there you go awesome well you've mentioned all the different positions you can play both offensively defensively i know it's early in your process but where do you think you might project or what are some areas that you think maybe best reflect your skills right now um areas that probably best reflect my skills i'm gonna go offense and defensively Probably on defense outside linebacker because you know I can drop in the coverage too, so that's that's probably one of the better things because I can go cover a tight end if I have to. I can drop in the coverage, you know, just be a presence on defense, and I can go rush the ball, kind of like a Von Miller type, you know. Yeah, he can he can do it all. He can do it all, and then on offense, I'll go with tight end more because. You know, you don't got to be a block inside that uh, most of the time because, you know, you go to Kansas City, look at Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey don't block for his life. <laughs> I ain't never seen block one person in my life. So you always don't have to block and be a big old slot receiver, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, really, it's tight end outside linebacker because just uh, what scheme you really go into. You can go into a, like a Kansas City. You can go into like a Kansas City scheme and be like, boom. You just a slot receiver. You don't really block like that. You might block once in a blue moon. But, I mean, besides that, you're running routes all day. That's what you want. Then, you know, you could be a bottom middle type. Dropping the coverage, going to the flags, and then go rush the quarterback. You've gotten a lot of looks from schools all over the country. Are they liking you at any specific position, or how do they even approach a player like you that could really go pretty much at most spots on the team? Um... Um, they just really approach me as it's my decision. Basically, what they say is just my decision. You know, they just want me to come to the school. So I can play the offense or defensively. So that's why I'm only in contact with both offense and defensive coaches. So, yeah. So it's just really wherever I want to go because I feel like I feel like I have the power like that because, you know, I feel more comfortable at once. I might feel more comfortable at once, but I don't feel comfortable at that spot. Got you. Yeah, and you mentioned early on about the asthma. How were you able to overcome that and get to the point that where now it doesn't bother you nearly as much? 
it it was really it was really tough for me when I was younger. But I mean, once I got once I started running and got used to it, and you know, just running and fake climbing, I think it's really just where I'm from. Basically, that helped me more than other places because um, down here in DC, Maryland, Virginia, where you want to call it, it's more the air is more thick, like it's more. It's more humid here than um, any other places. Like you can go, you can go Pacific Northwest. You know the air is more thinner. You know it's a little bit more cooler down here. Uh, it's just like we're in a major, major metropolitan, major metropolitan city. It's it's way thick. It's way thicker down here. So I think that's not only why where I was just from. It helped me get adjusted to this type of climate and it's easier to go to any other climate because you know I'm already from a place where you know it's hot and muggy so I can go down to Florida Florida's not even that hard I can go up to Oregon which I just did a couple, about a month ago month and a probably a month and a couple of days ago you know that was a really easy fix but coming back from there you know it's kind of hard because you got used to it fast but then you didn't get used to it when you came back yeah, I think it was really just about climate and where I was just at geologically. Okay. Okay. Got you. All right. Well, when you look back at your journey of getting to this point, what would you say was a turning point for you or one of those key moments? Um, key moments or turning points for me in my journey probably for football will be my ninth, my ninth grade year, uh, my very first game against Bullets. Uh, that was my very first high school game, so my very first start too. So you know, you see a lot of freshmen. You know, you get a start in the middle of the season, but just not your very first game. That's probably like a running back receiver. You know, but like that was my very first game at tight end. So I feel like Coach Rob just you know set a good path for me to be like. You know, I'm going to learn everything from Anton about blocking and LeBron. So it's, it was either it was either that first start or just the people who had around me, um, you know, all the seniors that left um, that year. You know, they just installed a lot into me, you know, told me a lot because they say, you know, one day you're going to be a five-star, you're going to be great and all that. You know, one day it's going to come. I didn't know that day was going to come this fast, but, you know, I thought it was going to come later on in the later on this season but I mean since it's already here now I just gotta enjoy it so I just really like to thank them because they have stored a lot into me to be able to become the player I am today awesome well now when you take it off the football field what are things that you enjoy doing or some hobbies that you might have um hobbies that I have is cooking I love to cook I don't know why I don't know how it's probably because I'm fat but I love to cook, and then also, another hobby. I don't think it's the hobby, but just you know, going out, like, going out, just hanging out. I don't, I'm not a homebody really like that, but you know, I can be. But you know, I just like going and just hanging out with my friends. And, you know, just being outside at night or in the daytime, because you know, you be outside, you get that air, you fresh air all the time. You know, you having fun. You don't want to come back home, but then you have to. Then you go do it the next day. That's really. That's really my hobbies right there. All right. What do you like to cook? Uh, a variety of things. It depends on, like, who's here or if I'm by myself. 
like by myself, I cook Alfredo, you know, pasta, spaghetti, you know, probably whip up a steak or two, mashed potatoes. It's just a really variety of things. I like to learn a lot of, I like to watch a lot of YouTube videos and just see uh, if I can like recreate a lot of things. So, you know, basically whatever they put on YouTube, I try to recreate. Who do you like to watch on YouTube? Uh, main person, Gordon Ramsay. Like, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, he's very expressive of how he does things. So I think that's the best person to watch on YouTube. If you want to learn how to cook, and then some of them, I don't really pay attention to their names. And I'll just be looking at cooking videos and be like, "Boom, here we go. We're gonna do this." Got you. Okay. Off the field, what characteristic are you most known for? Um, off the field characteristic, probably most likely fun. Like I can, I can make a quiet room last. I don't know how, but. Hey, you know, it's just that it's just that one thing in me that's like I gotta make. It's not even I gotta make friends. You know, I just gotta make people like me. Like you don't like me, nah. Why you trying to be here with me? So I try to make everybody comfortable, with me. and it also respectful. Like, uh, I respectful to all. You yeah, as an adult, like they first meet me, they be like, oh, he's the most respectful young man I've met in a long time. You know, I like to I like to take respect. You know, it's a big thing because that's what my parents really told me. Like, if you respect people, they respect you back, and that gets you further down the road. Definitely. All right. What do you think people don't yet know about you, but they should? Um, that I'm coming. I'm coming for that number one spot. I mean, they might not know this yet, but I mean, I'm here. I feel like I'm the best player in the class. Like, no, no disrespect, but. Players don't got what I got. And I don't got what players got. You know, I'm on a different level. I feel like, you know, I just haven't had to expose you. So I really feel like this season is going to be a breakout season. You should expect me in about the top 20 by the end of this year. And then that's really it. Got you. And when you say that you've got something that other guys don't, not to say anything about the other guys, but what's the thing that you have that you think is making going to make you stand out this year? Um, That's going to make me stand out is... It's not even a, just the IQ of the game. It's just that. Just physique, you know, physical abilities to do uh, things that a lot of people can't do because, you know, being like 6'5", 220, at a point, you know, I can outrun a DB. I can outstrengthen a safety. A linebacker is too slow. Um, you can't put a D-tackle on because – that's not going to work. You know, why would you put a D-tackle? You can't put a linebacker on me because my routes are very, you know, my routes are getting there. They're not the best yet, but they're getting there. You know, I can say, I can say I'm up there in receiver. Uh, my hands are impeccable. I don't drop balls. I don't know how. I drop a lot in practice. I'm going to say that. But in the game, you know, it's just different because, you know, money's on a lot in the game. So I don't drop balls in the game. Practice? Oh, yeah. I got brick hands. I hate catching balls in practice. But, I mean, besides that, it's just really, that's just really physical attributes. Interesting. Well, we'll finish out with this one. What is something about yourself or your life that might surprise other people to know? Um, that, I think something that surprised a lot of people is that probably I'm going to go with track and field. I'm going to go with track and field. Huh? 
like the number one recruit in the class in the class twenty three for trying to get filled. And like possibly if I run a certain time this year and try I can possibly go pro and track and just, you know, full of the high school and college and then go pro and track. So it's like really, if I do that, if I do that in track this year, it's going to be a really big decision on should I, you know, stick to track or should I stick with football? So, yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the biggest thing that people just don't really know about it, know about me yet. Wow. How close are you to that time? Uh, probably about, I say 10 milliseconds. So, like, I'm running 10.30 this year. So, I probably have to drop to, like, 10 point, 10, 10 to, 10 to or lower. Gotcha. And then, you know, in the 20, I, I didn't run the 200 this year a lot. So, probably, like, 20.3, which is not even that, probably not that hard because I split 20.1 before on a, on a 4 by 2 So, I should be fine with that. And when you say a potential to go pro in track, what does going pro in track potentially look like? Is that like Olympic training, or what would things like that potentially be for you? Um, so going pro in track is just that, you know, I'm strictly track. I can't run no high school teams. I can't play no more football. You know, I'm just strictly track. So I'll probably, so I'll probably still be in high school, or I might just get homeschooled and just do the GED thing. But, you know, I'm just all focused on track right now. So, I guess it's my everyday thing. You know, just like being an NFL player, you know, all you just got is a nine, it's a nine to five, basically. But just you working out most of the time. You don't got good at no meter. Interesting. Okay. Cool. And if you were to not go pro in track and decide to play football, would you want to do track at that college as well? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the one big thing, you know, that I'm looking for in universities. The university can let me uh, run track and play football. They're a little bit high on my skill than others. Yeah, and you said you're the number one recruit in class of 23 for track? Yeah. Okay. And overall, like, what does the track scene look like for you in terms of things like recruitment or overall attention that you're getting? What is that like? Uh, for track, it's, it's really crazy because like, you can go to a track meet and everybody knows you. For some reason, everybody knows you. It's just like, you know, you go to a little football camp or, you know, you just wild, you know, say you like the like, number one prospect like Travis Hunter, you know. He goes to say, he goes to one like, uh, what, what can I say? Uh, he goes to like a big game or something or like a 707 thing and boom, everybody knows him. Everybody trying to take a picture you know, everybody's trying to ask about father like on Instagram, you know, some things like that. And I believe, like, in track, it's a little bit different. But, you know, everybody wants to watch your race. You know, everybody comes out their way. So, like, say you go to their jails and everybody knows you. Everybody's trying to get your autograph, trying to take pictures. Everybody stays for your race because I'm in 17, 18 now. So, you know, we, did, we already the last events. And we the last people on the track, so probably been the last heat for the 200 and 100. So I have the whole crowd on me, and basically, as you know, she's like being Usain Bolt of the youth world. Awesome. And what goes through your head when you're like the Usain Bolt of the youth world? What is that like? Um, it's, it's not, it's not big. 
you know, I got a job to do, and I just got to go out there and do it. You know, I just don't, I take, like, every day. I mean, you, you just really just don't let um, the hype get to you because then that's where people start to fail at. But people start to take it a little bit too, a little bit more mentally than you should. I mean, trying to get to just, it's fun, you know. You go out there and you work, but then um, after that, you know, it's all fun. You get to, basically, you're probably training eight months to probably run. For me, I probably train like eight months to run three minutes, basically. Like all my races, I probably run three minutes. So, wow. train like eight months to run three minutes of races. That's wild. Awesome. Well, Nicholas, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me.